Nacho Average Brown Girls. We're your hosts, Ria and Priyanka. So on this week's episode, we're going to be discussing a little bit on, you know, how to reach out to others, you know, after major things happen in your life and different changes that, you know, might affect your relationship with them. And also we want to touch a little bit on, I feel like there's such like a toxic mindset lately when it comes to, you know, dating and setting standards for men or whoever your significant other is or whoever you're interested in. So I kind of want to get in discussion about that. But first, Priyanka, how have you been enjoying the heat lately? Oh, my God. It is so hot. (laughs) It is. I don't I don't even know, like, if it's ever I don't remember what our summers were like before, but it was not this hot. Okay, I completely agree. And it's like a because you know how like if you go to Arizona or something, it's like a dry heat. This is just like you're going to melt in the heat yeah it's like intolerable like it's not you can't really do anything outside like midday no yeah and my my brother made a good point the other day he went golfing and he said there was not a single wind and ever since he sent that I was like oh my god there's no draft there's no wind I was like wait what is happening it's like it's been like this for the past three days (laughs) oh my god you're right I'm staring outside right now as we're recording this. I'm still looking. They're I'm like still waiting. <laughs> oh, maybe that's why. That makes a big difference, actually, if there's no wind. Yeah. But it's but just... like Even mm-hmm. in the city, it was like... I went to the city yesterday. Barely any wind. And it's the windy city. That's a little concerning. <laughs> <laughs> there's no wind in the windy city. I think we need what to rename it? ourselves. The city. The city. We're just the, the city. city. <laughs> Chicago, <Yeah>. the city. <laughs> A nice place to live. <laughs> a nice place to live. That's, that's the slogan. I've seen in multiple neighborhoods. I like it. I think you need to bring this up to the the big guys. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Who who do I go for that? Who's the mayor? I should know this. Um, Lightfoot, Bigfoot. I thought she was. With, I thought someone is there not someone new now? Oh yeah, there is. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. New mayor of Chicago. I'm looking this up. There is a new mayor, Brandon Johnson. <laughs> Wow. Did not know that since when? I don't know. Oh, April. Oh, wow. April. Okay, you know what? We'll give us yes. a little little credit because it's you know, pretty recent. We don't live in Chicago. We're we're not political galleys. No, <laughs> we're not. But speaking of political, global warming is now global boiling. What's your take on that? Global boiling. What does that mean? It says, hottest July ever, signals air of global boiling has arrived, says the UN chief. Okay, let's see. Oh, God. Climate change is here. It is terrifying. Blah, blah, blah. blah. Then they said, oh, wow. Well, this is, this is kind of like a scare. Okay, they tweeted this. And they said, the consequences are tra- tragic. Children are swept away by monsoon rains. Families running from the flames. Workers collapsing in scorching heat. No more hesitancy or excuses. Climate change action now. That is scary. Honestly, though, it's so true. All these yeah. wildfires, like the air quality has. We've never, I've never experienced like low air quality like yeah, that ever. It's been constant. Yeah, like all the wildfires, all the the natural disasters, the tropical storms. It's there's always something going on. And the ocean temperature 
is at a highest ever record level. Oh, God. That's crazy. And that's probably going gonna kill off some of the, or, like, mess with, like, the ecosystem, too. Yeah. The ocean ecosystem. It's it's all cycle, so it's, it's gonna, all... we're, we're doing this to ourselves, which is crazy. Yeah. I was watching, okay, this is off topic, but I was watching, have you seen Seaspiracy on Netflix? Is that the one about, like, uh, like, sea life and does it also talk about like say, like you know how they like go fishing and like the, yeah it, it's just like basically like the cruelty behind everything kind of right yeah but also okay. like mo- also how much it contributes to like global warming and um yeah. you know how like we say like um you know like pollution from us like not recycling and that kind of stuff like in co- that us not recycling in comparison to these like big fishing com- fishing uh companies i guess i'll call it yeah um it's like not comparable at all and like they're saying that these big fishing companies are what's causing most of the yeah there's like so much so much contributing to it and it's like crazy because you think about a few years ago we didn't really notice like global warming was always a thing but, like, yeah. it's not like you really noticed, like, the differences in the weather. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like we're seeing it. And it's kind of crazy. Though. I feel like even though that we're seeing it, I feel like people still aren't, you know, like, taking it seriously. No, I don't really think people are, people care. Yeah. I think it's that now mindset that it doesn't really affect me. Like, it'll affect the future generation. So why should I care that much you know yeah and I'm like like it's scary to say but it's like it's gonna affect us when we're you know older yeah and we're gonna be dealing with the consequences I wish I honestly I I need to educate myself more on how I can like do my part in helping because honestly I I don't know about you but like I don't have a great idea I don't either other than like recycling yeah trying to reduce our fossil fuel usage maybe we should start biking to work now uh one issue (laughs) your girl you don't know know. oh my god i just set that up i didn't even realize i swear to god it comes into every single podcast episode somehow some way i will never live this down i still haven't taught you i need to teach you okay i know we're gonna learn i was gonna say when we go to arizona but it's gonna be piping hot you know I, I want to come back in one piece. Thank you very much. <laughs> Can't maybe, make that promise, but okay. Maybe in, the, maybe in the fall. Yeah, maybe in the fall. <laughs> Me just pushing it every year. <laughs> <laughs> maybe next year, 2024. <laughs> but, oh, oh, I wanted to talk about, you know, I feel like you, We I don't know about you, but I feel like you go through so many, like, life changes. This is, like, diving in deep. I'm just taking a quick... Ooh. Okay. 90 degree sharp turn. I'm like, ready. I, don't know. I'm, I can't talk. I can't think right now. Um, but, <laughs> you know, like, I feel like you go through life and you lose a lot of people and you gain a lot of people in your life. And I just feel like it's always something that's on, like, in the back of my head. Like, I don't know if that's everyone, but I always think about, like, you know, either, like, maybe people I don't talk to anymore or, you know, new people in my life that, like, I enjoy spending time with. And I guess maybe... I want to hear your take on, you know, what does it feel like to, like, go through those changes and also, like, 
have you ever thought about reaching out to people you know maybe like you stopping friends after a big fight or maybe you cut someone off or someone cut you off um like do you think there's like that concept of like is it like too late like do you ever think like there's like a certain point where in time where you're like let things go and just move on yeah you know I think unfortunately I feel like I've I've had to cycle through a lot of friendships Mm -hmm. um and I don't know um those people that are able to like be friends with you know the same people and don't really have much conflict um are very lucky because I feel like it's very difficult to like you know get into a fight or um get into some situation where you feel like you can't be friends with a certain person anymore um like to let go of somebody that's a big part of your life um but I feel like I've always been really bad with like confrontation and not necessarily like owning up to my mistakes like I'm I think I'm okay with apologizing but I think just addressing big issues I try to avoid it and I feel like that's cost me a lot of friendships yeah or like it doesn't even have to be like big fights but like small things too just kind of like not knowing how to address it yeah like just it having just adds up yeah and it adds up and like that's why it's so important I feel like to know how to like how to communicate things with people because then you just end up kind of losing so many like friendships that could have like owned up to something yeah um and, and it's like, like also learning how to communicate that in a healthy manner but also it's like every friendship is different like I've realized like everyone's communication style is different and you need to figure out a way to bring that up that works for your friendship or your relationship you know what I mean yeah like maybe like me bringing up a topic with you is something different than I do with you know like maybe like a childhood friend or something um it's just because like you know you have different background different history and maybe just like different approaches of how you handle confrontation and like bringing up issues I feel like you know some people have different reactions to how you may bring it up so I feel like also trying to learn like how to address it is also a huge thing because I feel like it's not an easy thing to do at all yeah and I feel like one of the biggest things also is to make sure that you're like in an emotional state to confront it in a healthy way because a lot of times it's like I mean you get into a fight with somebody that you're close to or that you're um that's a big part of your life and it can make you really emotional it can make you really upset and that makes a huge difference in like how you address that situation like if you're feeling hot in the moment and the emotions are still really heavy then it may not be the time for you to to make that step yeah when emotions are high it's like you you may say things you either like regret or you know like that you don't mean to come across in a way that it does yeah and you it's like it's so hard to do this but I feel like it's so important for you to like take a step back kind of like you know regather yourself and regather your thoughts and figure out okay what is the issue and how can I go about approaching this because if it's someone you know you care about then you want to you definitely want to bring it up with that person but it's also it's also a very hard thing to do because then you're afraid of you know one how they're going to react or two like would they not want to be friends anymore like all these thoughts go through your head or maybe that's just me but yeah 
I it's a I depending on the severity of it, yeah, it's a really high stakes conversation to have. Yeah. And having to go through it is very stressful. I feel like we yeah. both are very non-confrontational people. Yeah. Um, I think I've gotten better at it, though. Yeah. I think I, I've i definitely gotten better at it. But I think I naturally don't... we're both kind of just like, we don't want to, we don't want to, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase it. Like, we don't want to initiate things that don't have to be initiated, but like maybe yeah. they should be. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think we just don't. We just don't do well with conflict. So, like, trying to, like, bury things or, like, just get over it yourself is an easier option than trying to address the problems. Yeah. Because I can... mm -hmm. Yeah, what were you going to say? Or I was just saying, I can think of, like, multiple instances in my head from my past, like, friendships where I've just been, like, get over it. Yeah. And then it just piled up and didn't end well yeah no that's that's definitely what happens but I feel like like you said like it doesn't end well because you're just like you're constantly building that emotional baggage and you carry that with you you know because even though it's like these small things they start to add up and they take a toll on you and your friendship with that person and and then it gets to a point where it's you know you can't really reconcile that yeah and it sucks because I feel like I've gone through so many different friendships and then you know you always think about like is, is it me like am I the yeah. problem <laughs> I'm like maybe I am the problem but like no <laughs> I don't I really I like I don't think it, that thought comes to my head too I'm like how did so many people just leave you know yeah. but it's not that they left it's like also that we didn't maybe we didn't make enough of an effort but also like maybe there's just nobody at fault you know it doesn't have to be that oh like I've I've lost so many friends it's because there's something wrong with me but just like it, that's not a valid conclusion yeah. to come to yeah no saying. I completely agree and I feel like it's like I'm very strong believer I'm like if it's meant to be it's meant to be and you know everything happens for a reason and whether that's in regards to you know losing people in my life and losing those friendships or you know meeting new people and having new people in my life like I feel like everything happens for a reason and you know I feel like in that point in time in life they were supposed to be there and you know you're supposed to have that friendship and you learn from it I always do I always try to think of it like that as a learning experience and you know you do grow as a person as you go through these different friendships throughout your life yeah and as you've said we've gotten better at it so that means like like I I completely agree when you you say that like you're a big believer that everything kind of happens for a reason like I like to believe that even the hardships that we face like even the hardest ones it's something that we're meant to go through for a reason it's preparing us for something yeah so maybe all of that happened for a reason not because there was anything wrong you know yeah yeah and it's so hard because like sometimes when I think about that I'm like well but did it really have to happen like that or you know like or because you know sometimes I have had like you know people in my life that have they're no longer you know involved in my life and where I'm like oh but like you know you kind of miss that person but it's kind of like you know you're at the point where like you cannot reach out to them because it just wouldn't work yeah and I've just I don't know have you had that experience before or like maybe have you like had a friendship that you were kind of like you know you distanced away from and maybe did you reach back out or 
see i that's i'm really bad with like i'm this is something i still need to work on like i kind of just don't like addressing issues or like if i feel like somebody like i feel like somebody needs to put in more effort than me sometimes mm-hmm. which is not a good mindset to have sometimes yeah. um but i feel like that's a stronger feeling now especially in your like mid 20s um you know at this point in life like you're not forced to be around people like you have to actively make an effort to like rebuild these friendships and stuff you're not just like it's not like when you were in school and you're like running into people all the time and you just happen to like reconcile and stuff like that it's like you have to make more of an effort now yeah and also like it's kind of when you realize really how many friends you have and who are your like real friends so I feel like reflecting back on it I do think about it a lot and I definitely have made some mistakes in the past that I feel like I've learned from and I'm working on um but yeah I I know even too recent I still do make mistakes I tend to get like very emotional and I don't wait until I'm like settled to confront issues sometimes yeah and it just ends up making the situation 10 times worse (laughs) I know just because it's just so easy to just release it when your you know emotions are high and you're not thinking too much about it in the moment because otherwise usually you are and you're too like not too scared but like you don't want to say anything you know you're more hesitant to yeah so I don't know. It's like a sticky situation. But I think overall, it's just like better to just confront things head on, but like do it in a way that's not going to come off as like offensive or like attacking, I guess. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. Man. Yeah, it's rough when you're (laughs) dealing with. It's hard out here, man. Yeah. Like just trying to be friends with everybody. (laughs) But. Because like I just want to be your friend, please. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I just want to be your friend. <laughs> if I if I wronged you, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just no. want to be your friend. <laughs> the okay. only way you can wrong someone is by making fun of their weird noises, aka you making fun of my weird noises. No, okay, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> hey, I make weird noises with you. This is, this is me me confronting you right now, Priyanka. <laughs> Well, I don't like the way you did how the tables have turned. I don't like how you confronted me in front of the audience. <laughs> our audience of one. This audience is like our therapy one. sessions, to be honest. Honestly, it is. And it's I like I never it. have deep talks like this except on the podcast. Right? I feel right. like it's so rare to get that nowadays. It's like I know. how's work? How's you know, life? But that's like you give superficial answers and you're like, it's great. <laughs> yeah. It's just like the what, but it's not like, the how why. are you feeling? Yeah. Why are you feeling that way? <laughs> why are you feeling like this, Baraka? <laughs> Shall we have a little therapy session? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do a couple therapy? Weekly, I think so. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be fun. I don't want to do it. Fun, except <laughs> we don't have any issues with each other. <laughs> Okay, see, that's why it would be fun. Because then the therapist is going to be like, what are you guys doing here? Like, you guys are perfect. (laughs) She's going to be like, you guys are a little too weird for me. I cannot help you you guys with that. You guys are too far gone. (laughs) Lost cause. 
Love okay, class. well, do you, I feel like I've had instances, though, in my life where, you know, I've either tried to reach out to someone or vice versa, and I feel like it just brings out so many feelings from the past that, you know, you would go through with that friendship, and it's just, I feel like whenever I've had that in the past, like, meeting someone like that, I don't, I, I feel, sometimes I feel better afterwards, but sometimes I also just feel worse, kind of like, why did I take two steps back? You know what I mean? Because obviously there was a reason why that friendship ended. And sometimes I just think, okay, was this more so for like, for me to move on or for me to heal? Or was this something that I'm kind of just like reversing back into? You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like it's hard to figure out like who's, like healthy for you in your life in those friendships yeah well I will say I feel like it's important to trust your gut yeah so like for one bringing up issues and like resolving things that haven't been resolved in the past I feel like that's a good thing to do even if you don't want to keep somebody in your life you know just to have that like peace of mind Mm -hmm. Um, and that closure yeah that closure and like not to have any regrets about like oh like this happened with this person and I never, I didn't deal with it the way that I wanted to. Like, you can walk away feeling like, like, you know, like I confronted it head on and this is what happened and I have no regrets. But also like that gut feeling you're saying, like that you have that, like, why did I do that? And like, Mm -hmm. this person is not supposed to be in my life. Like, I feel like that's the feeling that you should follow that, like, you know, you don't have to keep them as like a close friend, but at least, you know, that like that, that situation has been, resolved in your past you know yeah yeah I agree. but it's it's hard like what, what do you hard. think what do you think is like too late oh. I think it kind of goes along with what you said of like trusting your gut but also like just seeing how you have changed as a person and how much you've grown as a person since you know maybe like losing that friendship because I feel like once you fully matured and healed from you know that situation that you know it could be like varying degrees of like how much you need to heal from it so like maybe it was like a you know like a superficial friendship and you're kind of just like oh yeah whatever like we're going our separate ways this is fine or maybe it was like a long-term friendship and you're kind of just like thinking about it and I feel like I honestly feel like there's never like an idea of it being too late but I do think because I've had people reach out to me after years and I'm like well you know like this is a lot really? yeah and I'm like I feel like there's never like it's too late I think it's more so where your mindset is at and how much you've grown as a person because I feel like if you're constantly wanting to like reach out and not you know gaining anything from it or gaining a sense of closure from it then I feel like it's too late then and like that's probably like a sign like you should stop but if it's like you know you haven't talked to someone in years I don't think there's ever a time where it's like oh it's too late like you can't reach out to them unless it's something depending I also think it just depends on the scenario of why you know maybe Mm -hmm. that person left your life like if it was a relationship maybe you know like see where they are in their life and if they've moved on and they look happy I would leave it alone you know yeah it's like why do you want to bring up old things that don't really not matter anymore but like you know they don't really pertain to your current situation right yeah it can and, cause more harm than good yeah and if I think 
it just depends on the scenario. So, like, if it was, like, a friend that maybe, you know, you guys just lost contact or if it was a big fight, I think you could probably reach out, whatever. In the worst case that happens, either they don't want to meet or talk or you do and either it goes well or it doesn't and either you can see that person again or you don't have to see that person again. So, yeah. I feel like it honestly just depends on the situation and I feel like you could probably reach out whenever. Because if it's still in your mind and your heart, then you probably should just do that. That's a good point, actually. I guess it really does depend on, first of all, the scenario, it depends. But, like, in general, like, it's only really worth it if it's going to make an actual difference in your life. Yeah. And, like, just weigh out, like, the pros and cons of, you know, confronting it or not. Yeah. It's Um, definitely, like, a you, you have to think about this before you do that because... You know, it affects not only your life, but that person who you're reaching out to. Yeah. And you want to be respectful of their situation as well. Yeah. And I think that's, like, especially important, especially true in, like, relationships. Yeah. I feel like Um, that's, like, the hardest thing because, okay, well, I don't know. What's your take on, like, being friends with an ex? (sighs) (laughs) The sigh says it all. (laughs) Um... I think you I think you can be like friends, but I don't think you can be like close friends, you know? Okay. Like I feel like you guys can be cordial, like and hang out here and there and in group settings, but not to be like best friends and like I don't do, does that make sense? Like I feel like to a degree you can be, but Okay. And why yeah. do you think uh, like why do you think not being close friends is like the way to go because I I I don't know I just feel like it's like it's hard to move backwards you know yeah like there's a reason that things didn't work didn't work out and like I guess like if you guys were like serious in a serious relationship Mm -hmm. it's hard to like let that go and especially when the next person when what both of you are going to move on eventually yeah that like at that point I feel like it can kind of complicate things or resurface feelings and just make things really messy. So that's why I just, I don't know. Like, I don't know from, again, I've never been through it personally, so I don't know. But just like thinking about it, I just don't see how that can be healthy. If that makes sense. Yeah. What do you think? I think, I completely agree with your answer. Like for the most part, I would say no, just because, I genuinely rarely have ever seen like you know someone being friends with their ex Mm -hmm. and usually it's just it doesn't go well if you try to um and I feel like if you keep things like cordial you know maybe like just you know check in with each other from time to time I think that's fine you know because obviously they had some importance in your life and you want to just make sure they're okay because you guys did have a connection at some point but it's not like the friendship where it could turn into something else you know what I mean or like have there be mixed emotions or mixed feelings so I don't know I think I think most part I would say no but where where was I going with this because we're talking Um, about um reaching out okay yeah so like reaching out to an ex and I feel like you just shouldn't do it (laughs) yeah like in general like I don't know I feel like it's already such like an emotional roller coaster that you have to go through and like to ever like think about I feel like that's the hardest thing is like when you go through 
a breakup or you know a relationship ending and you like the first thing you want to do is reach out to them right yeah because you're like you miss talking to that person or like you want to talk to them more about your feelings and stuff and it's like it's so hard for people just to be like put a full stop on that and be like okay like we're cutting all contact yeah it can be like you kind of can very easily fall into the same patterns mm-hmm. um I don't, it's kind of tricky like I can understand like if things were kind of messy and then like a little time passes by and then you're like all right I don't like how we left things so like I just want to have another conversation yeah like I can see that but I feel like it can also just very quickly go downhill yeah um especially if you know feelings are still there yeah um so yeah I feel like it's a very sticky sticky situation to have to figure out it is it is no I agree but I don't know yeah reaching out to like exes is a whole it's a whole nother ball game that's a whole nother ball game I feel like with friendships it's much easier because it's not like an all or nothing type thing like you know like you only have one relationship but you have like however many friends you want to have yeah (laughs) so it's like a little bit more like high stakes in that sense yeah but you so I wanted to go back real quick you said that like you had a friend recently or not recently you had a friend that had um reached out after a while after a really long time after a few years Mm -hmm. um how did that go for you like how did that how did you feel that someone like I'm guessing you hadn't really thought about them in a long time either yeah or maybe like that situation wasn't really bothering you anymore if it had been that long Mm -hmm. how did that feel that person reaching out to you like was it beneficial or it was it was a lot of a mixed emotions I feel like I feel like it's like something where it was like partially like getting closure and Mm -hmm. also partially kind of just like it didn't feel right you know what I mean because it's like those past feelings and thoughts and you know you just think about a lot of things like when you're with that person again and like you know like you said like you trust your gut and I'm like in my gut I'm like I don't think like this is something that's supposed to happen again like like friendship wise like it's just not meant to be yeah Um, so and it's like no matter how hard like either one of us maybe would try even like you know after reaching out I feel like it still wouldn't have gone anywhere and it wouldn't have been beneficial for anyone but it was a little it was nice to get a little bit of closure yeah I'm sure that like feeling of that gut feeling gave you that like definite um closure I guess that you you yeah like that confirmation of like okay yeah this is this is it this is done so you're happy that that happened I'm content like I I I'm not like you know like oh like oh my god like I never have to see that person I'm like you know what I think you know people change you know what it's like maybe like what five or six years later you change so much as a person and honestly like friendships you evolve through so much throughout friendships and you can grow out of those friendships just because you grow into a different person you know yeah I feel like you get to that point where you're just two completely different people in different parts of your life where you know maybe it's just not meant to be like to be involved in each other's life if that makes sense yeah no that does I think I look back on a lot of I don't know I look back on a lot of friendships that I've had and have seen how much I've outgrown them yeah so like I mean it happens it's natural (laughs) yeah 
And it's um, not even like someone meant necessarily did something like majorly wrong. It's just kind of like, you know, you're not compatible with that person anymore. Yeah. But yeah, it's fine. It happens. Yeah. The unfortunate part of growing up is <laughs> you got to learn what's uh, growing with you or what's your gro- what you're growing out of. Yeah, so. like picking the weeds out, you know what I mean? <laughs> the weeds? We're going to call kidding. them the weeds. <laughs> That's actually kind of mean. I'm not gonna You're horrible. <laughs> Listen, I was just, I'm still scary outside waiting for the wind, and I was just thinking about plants, and then the weeds came in my head. <laughs> anyway, because there's so many weeds going in our grass, and I'm just like, why? I don't know. Oh, God, they're infesting. Yeah. Infestation. Like, hey, there's a Rhea here. Let's hang out with her. <laughs> they're just <laughs> I'm so done I'm so weird okay so you know you were, we're on the topic of you know talking about relationships friendships but going kind of more into relationships I don't know if you've if you noticed I feel like on TikTok there's just been like a lot of videos I've seen in my for you for you page or even like on Instagram you know on any social media where it's kind of like if he wanted to, he would type a thing in terms of, you know, you're dating a guy or like dating whoever. And I feel like there's just, I feel like there's a lot of a, like a toxic mindset of the standards that we're upholding, like our significant others. I feel like it's just becoming like so much pressure. Like, Oh, if a guy doesn't do this, then he doesn't like you. Or if if he does do this then he loves you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I've seen so many of those videos. Like, initially I saw them, I'm like, oh, like, like, that's really cute. Like, if he wanted to, he would. Like, you know, like, plan, like, a whole day. Like, take them shopping or, you know, like, whatever it may be is, like, whatever their love language. And he does that. But yeah. then I'm like, but I feel like they're just, it's just setting a little bit of an unrealistic standard or putting a lot of pressure on on guys and everyone to 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 be like that. And I'm like, not everything has to be, like, I don't know. I just, yeah. I, at least I, that's like something I've noticed. I just wanted to gain your perspective on that, maybe. No, honestly, I completely agree. I feel like they, it kind of started off as like a joke. Yeah. Like if you wanted to, you would. But yeah. now it's like, it'll be like the most extravagant things. I don't know. I feel like it's, it's, it has become really toxic. And it's kind of sometimes when I, like, I feel like not many of my friends do this, but like sometimes when I'm talking to other people, and they're talking about like their expectations like oh like he needs to like do this and this and this for me or like I don't want him but I'm like I feel like it's become less of like viewing a relationship as like an equal and more just like what can I get out of like these guys need to prove to me that they're worthy or like yeah I don't know it's It's like like a competition yeah it's like grand gestures or like like I don't know I I also just feel like shit like showing that off constantly like like do you really value like what that person is doing yeah like Mm. like I don't like I would totally post like you know if my significant other was like you know did something super like sweet and like thoughtful and like really put time and effort into you know like planning a date for us like a whole day date or you know maybe like like one of my love languages like eating and food you know like like making like a nice dinner and you know like appreciating and you know maybe like if you want to post about that like that's super sweet and I love that but I feel like like it's like a constant thing where it's like oh like today my boyfriend did this or you know like it's just like constantly like 
I feel like everyone's just trying to like not show off but like I don't know yeah. how to explain it like I'm not trying to say it's bad that you're kind of like if he wanted to he would like I think that's like a very cute thing to like you know be like okay like this is what a good relationship is or this is what like how a guy should treat you but I feel like also like now I feel like maybe guys may feel a sense of pressure and I think it'd be interesting maybe if we got a guy's perspective on this on their next yeah. episode and see if like maybe they don't even realize it or they don't even care about like this societal pressure on them of to like doing these things because then I'm like do you ever see a video of I or at least I've rarely seen it where a guy's like oh look what my girlfriend did for me yeah it's you know it's more it's I and I feel like that's become like embed in our culture that like you know like the guy has to do yeah all the work yeah you know spoil spoil your girlfriend but yeah I don't I don't view it like that and I know you're you're saying that like not a lot of not a lot of guys like show it off like that I feel like it's that's why it's also become somewhat of like a competition in a way that like oh like yeah. like like my boyfriend I don't know it's it's <laughs> weird it's not it's like I'm not trying to say it's a bad thing but I'm just trying to say I feel like it's it's creating a lot of unnecessary standards yeah and I think it kind of confuses some girls too like going into a relationship that like right now it's like if he's not doing these things for me then like he doesn't love me right and I'm like every relationship is different every love language is different everyone you know shows and experiences love different and I'm like you know what you may perceive as like your healthy and happy relationship is completely different from you know what this person is posting online exactly and then you start to question things and you're like oh my god like he doesn't love me like he didn't buy me like he hasn't bought me flowers or like you know just something like that yeah and I'm like like I also feel like I oh I don't know if you saw this but I saw on Instagram I don't really know how uh, credible it is but I saw there was a study conducted that uh, couples who barely post each other last longer in their relationships than couples that do really yeah let me see if I can find that you know it kind of makes sense because um I mean not saying that there's nothing like I think it's super sweet to post your significant other on on social media like to share little snippets of your relationship with like the world it's just to show that like you're you're happy and you're proud and yeah like just show off this per- this important person in your life yeah but like I I can see like how sometimes with some people where it becomes like a toxic in a way like very just show offy I guess yeah. that it almost becomes superficial yeah um it, when it when it exceeds a certain limit yeah yeah I mean, I, I, I also feel like, you know, when you initially start seeing someone, like, you're so excited or, you know, you're in the honeymoon stage and you want to, like, post all these things. I think that's super, like, super sweet, you know? Yeah. Because then eventually you grow out of that and you're like, okay, like, and then it's not also, also, it's not like you're not enjoying the moment, but you're just, like, wanting to document it because you're so, you are enjoying the moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like sometimes people just get so caught up in, like, documenting things and posting them that they don't really take the time to appreciate and value what's actually happening in the moment yeah and I like, feel like you know, I realized wait what were you gonna say no no you go go no go <laughs> sorry I was gonna say those videos of like people like it's like 
as their boyfriend is like doing something for them they're like recording it yeah or like you know like let's say like set up like a surprise like I don't know like picnic or something and like recording I don't know it's just like some things it's like you're not like in the moment as much like those type of things but like otherwise I feel like it's just like kind of documenting the memories I guess for yourself to look back on too yeah so like I love like taking pictures and stuff and like taking videos but I've also kind of like learned I'm like okay let me just like take a step back and like enjoy the moment you know what I mean like yeah like you're only in that moment for once like it's every moment's different and I'm like I don't know I just think about life a lot I get really deep into it anyway and I'm like I just I just feel like I'm just trying to force myself to enjoy the moment more and not worry about other things yeah and just appreciate the time that you have with that person whether even if it's not even a relationship just like in general like with family or friends but yeah same I feel like sometimes you get like it's like oh like we need to take pictures but like yeah but like it shouldn't only be about the pictures you know what yeah. I mean so yeah. like it's so important like and I've I feel like I've tried to be more conscientious of taking more pictures and like more making more memories because it's good to look back on like with yeah. anything like whether it's a relationship or a friendship or family or whatnot like just yeah ha- documenting the moment is really good but not being too caught up in that yeah like not not that being like the focus of it really yeah. just like remembering to live in the moment is important yeah because um, I feel like even like when we all hang out like with our friend group we always forget which is why I text their group chat I'm like <laughs> guys let's get cute pictures because then it's like two years have gone by and we don't have any cute pictures together I'm like yeah. guys I want to look back at this and be like hey look yeah. how fun this was you know but I it's mean? but it's great because like we it's not like we go like I've like got like I've seen people who go out just to kind of like take pictures and like do that the entire time yeah do you know what I mean but I feel like we're not like that at all like I like that we just kind of like we'll take a few pictures like set aside like five ten minutes and then like enjoy the rest of the night yeah do you know what I mean yeah so like you still get to like document and like it's just like having a good balance yeah um and like we I feel like we always look back on pictures especially you like always do stuff with pictures I don't know but (laughs) looking back on like all the pictures and just remembering the memories like just brings back all those warm feelings again but you have to be present for that to happen you know yeah no I completely agree I feel like like going back to like you know dating relationships and like posting everything I just think that guys because okay let's say okay let's say my boyfriend did something for me and I was like guys like look you know like this was so sweet like it's because it's not one something you want to just like show off but it's like two you're like you're telling others like oh look like he really cares like this is how he shows that he appreciates me Mm -hmm. um you know it meant a lot to me which is why I'm sharing it with you guys but I feel like would you ever like if in your relationships would you ever compare yourself to like maybe like your friends relationships and you're kind of just like oh like why aren't we like that um I feel like it's instinctful to like if you're seeing someone posting a lot of things or like you just get a lot of insight into someone else's relationship and you're like hmm like why why is mine not like that you know yeah but I feel like that's also something that is more internal like you need to be more secure with your own relationship yep and to understand like what um how your partner is showing you that they care and it may not it doesn't translate the same as another in someone else's relationship like you were saying earlier 
-hmm. like some people don't care for like the luxuries you know yeah another relationship he may get like a huge bouquet of flowers for you every month and go out to like a fancy dinner and this and that but that's not for everybody yeah you know um something more down to earth you know like a like a movie night at home or something maybe more um meaningful to you but I feel like you kind of get lost in it sometimes when you're seeing other people's relationships which is why it gets that's why this trend thing is like very not good (laughs) you know I know I'm like it's it's good and bad and yeah but I feel like it's I don't like that it's become a trend yeah you know because then it's like oh they're doing it so like he should be doing it you know what I mean like it was cute like I saw like you know occasional posts of people like oh like you know if you wanted to you would like boyfriend doing this and like it's something maybe I would send over be like hey you should do this yeah (laughs) be like or or you know or just like signaling to like your significant they'd be like hey like honestly if you ever did anything like this like I would really appreciate it but don't feel any pressure to you know because also it's kind of good to give your partner a heads up of like things you do appreciate because maybe they don't even know like maybe they don't they're still learning and they're still trying to figure out like your love language and like you know how you you know to make you happier like surprise you with things yeah and I feel like it's also nice to maybe give them that heads up but yeah like it's nice to know what each other really needs to feel secure in the relationship yeah so I think that's like a good way to communicate that yeah um have you seen the other trend on tiktok it's like a filter on tiktok and it's Mm -hmm. so it gives you a different scenario and it's like okay he's a five but he buys you flowers every week or he's a 10 but he goes to you and he goes out with his friends you know it's like Oh, I hate that one. Like, <laughs> I just came up with that. I was like, oh, that's something I really hate. I was like, you know. <laughs> but I don't know. I just feel like I've seen that too. And I'm like, whoa. Like, it's like, it's interesting to put in first perspective. Pers- oh, my God. What just happened to me? I malfunctioned. <laughs> Robot. Uh, I need to charge up again. It's fine. But it's interesting to put things into perspective when you compare like I guess you know when they say like he's a five he's a ten like comparing their physical appearance with things and actions that they do yeah I think it's also like it kind of um I mean makes it very superficial in a way like the way that we view people when we're thinking about someone that way that it's like oh but you know like this person this quality makes them more or less valuable based on the way that they look you know what I mean or like oh it's okay if if he's a nerd if he's good looking or something like that you know what I mean yeah (laughs) like that type of stuff yeah um I don't know yeah I think it makes it very superficial and I also think about it the other way too I'm like what if somebody was like thinking or describing me that way or like you know what I mean yeah because then you're like, like, oh, what if, like, I'm in their shoes? Yeah. Yeah. They're like, mm. oh, I don't know. It's like pointing out people's insecurities and using it against them. Yeah. But. Would you know. say, okay, so let's say, let me let me find a different, like, scenario with that filter. He's a. Because I want to see what your take on, on it is. Okay. Are you looking through some? 
I'm just trying to see if I can find some examples. Sorry. (laughs) My intrusive thoughts came out. Weird noises. Oh, okay. So he's a 10, but he smokes like cigarettes and stuff. Oh, um. Huh. I see. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's just like Oh, there's so many of these. He's a 10, but he's immature. He's a 10, but he's always late. He's a 10, but he's clingy. He's a 10, but he's rude to service staff. He's a mm. 9, but has poor hygiene. He's a 10, but talks about his ex a lot. Like there's there's just so many. Wait. Uh, this is, oh, there's some interesting ones on here. Like I don't want to say them out loud. <laughs> Send it to me. I'm sending you homework. This is bad. But yeah, so I don't know. I just feel like this list, I can't tell in my head. Like I was like going through them. I'm like, this is like a very interesting concept of first comparing their physical appearance, then comparing like a personality trait, which is, you know, or a red flag, I would say, um, or even green flags, because apparently if they're not as good looking then that makes them go up in value because they have a green flag which is so interesting to me yeah i'm like okay who cares why are you waiting their physical appearance i'm like if you have a spark and you like them and you think they're cute what is like what's the big deal here i was like yeah i don't get the whole number thing i don't like like, the number thing yeah it's like i don't it, it it just seems very superficial to me yeah but like I get some of these it's like you know like it's a 10 and but he had like I guess maybe if he's a 10 to you he yeah. looks wise but he's he smokes like I don't know <laughs> yeah um did you see I sent you the thing yeah it's, I saw it's the, the one, one yeah. beneath the he's a three but he tips well it's that right yeah that. yeah I think you should say it out loud no you can say it <laughs> you you got it I think I'm good. <laughs> okay. We'll leave the audience in suspense on what that one is. Yeah. <laughs> you guys can do your own research. But, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it's so interesting now, like, the whole, like, I feel like the little standards that have been established behind, like, dating and, you know, what a guy should be doing and should not be doing or, you know, like, just not subjectifying them. But, like, I, I feel like it's just turned into, like, a superficial thing now and I feel like it's so hard to find genuine re- relationships that people are in yeah um but you know it's it is what it is you know I, we'll, yeah. we'll find our person it'll be fine yeah <laughs> I think a lot of this is um like I feel like it's always kind of been a thing but now it's just like now we have social media so it's like more trendy but like you know like growing up like in those like cosmo magazines and stuff you'd go you'd do like quizzes and it'd be like does he like you or not and then it'd be yeah. like super stereotypical things that like and then it kind of gets you into that mindset of like oh like these are the things that i should be looking for and these are not rather than like looking at yourself and being like what do i need and what do i not like you know yeah like yeah. i feel like it just makes things very much more like you said like very superficial yeah so like I don't know. I feel like TikTok is kind of just like it's bringing out a lot of the things that already exist in our society mm-hmm. and amplifying it. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Well, quick little 
well kind of related but subject change what's your take on proposals because I feel like I've heard so many stories of girls being like oh my god like I hated the way you proposed to me like I wanted it like this or you know like people just wanting a really grandiose proposal which is like completely fine because like if that's like what you want then do it and you know communicate that with your partner that like that's what you want but do you have a take on like you know proposals I, I don't know I just feel like there's also like a stigma behind that and like a stigma behind oh like whose wedding is gonna be better like oh like this person's wedding was so nice or like this person's wedding sucked and I'm like I feel like everyone just forgets the whole purpose behind proposals and weddings and engagements and I'm like you're just focusing on celebrating like you committing your life to the person that you love and it's just become like such a grandiose thing to show off I guess I don't know yeah it is um actually I feel like I mean like weddings are it's a beautiful thing you know yeah but I feel like a lot of times and as guests we feed into this but it's like oh like whose wedding is the best like whose wedding did I have the most fun at Whose wedding had the best decorations? Whose wedding had the best food? Like, that type of stuff. And it becomes sort of just, like, proving to people, like, that you could throw the best, have the best wedding or, like, I don't know. It's a very, like, comparative thing. And, like, proposals, too, it's, like, a lot of people... And again, again, it's okay to have your preferences, and I feel like yeah. that's something that you need to like communicate with this person. But I would never be like, "Oh, I don't, I didn't like the way that he proposed." You know? Yeah, because I mean? it's like if you, you love that person, you want to spend the life with them. Like, wouldn't you be happy? Like, like they're doing it, and like they obviously, if it's like a way, like where they, you know, they probably did put thought behind it. Like, hopefully they wouldn't just do it in, like, the middle of a Chick-fil-A. Yeah. It's just, like... And also, like, going back to the wedding thing, I feel like it's just become so focused on pleasing everyone as opposed to, like, having fun and enjoying celebrations and, like, focusing on you, too, or, like, like whoever's getting married, you know? It's just more about pleasing, like, family and friends. And, like, it may not even be, like, doing things that you want to do, but it's, like, something, you know, your family wants to do. And so you have to abide to that and like I, I just feel like it's become more tedious to plan weddings than it is like obviously it's gonna be a stressful yeah. process but like it should also be a fun process you know yeah and you know especially in like Indian weddings where it's like you know there's multiple days of of events like it's like it's like a whole week of just like not sleeping and constant having to like tend to wedding needs yeah so like to have that and then to like not even enjoy your wedding in the first place like that's why I've always kind of been like on the end of just having like a small thing with like family and stuff because I feel like it's so much more wholesome in that way and you get to enjoy it more yeah it's more intimate and it's like you'll have the people there that you want there slash that care about you you know what I mean exactly it's it's not gonna be like a room full of 600 people and where you don't even know half of them that well yeah but exactly if that's ever gonna happen with Indian weddings (laughs) (laughs) yeah either way it's like it's so hard to get pull that off but yeah who goes to whoever can yeah I think it I mean I think even big weddings I don't mean that like all big weddings are like 
or like everyone who throws a big wedding it's like showing off like that's not it some people just you know you want to celebrate with everybody you want to have a big party that's your preference and that's how you are celebrating your big day but I just think sometimes you get caught up in the like always your comments of like you know like trying to prove a point you know yeah and I think just like conscientiously trying not to fall into that Mm -hmm. Um, and also like going back to what you were saying about the proposals and like also if you're that happy with like a proposal is like you know it's two people's preferences it's not just one (laughs) so like yeah you want it this way but it's also him proposing to you or yeah. you proposing or a girl proposing the guy whatever yeah. whichever but yeah. it shouldn't just be the way that the other person wants to be proposed to like it should be a compromise of what both people would want yeah and like it's not something that you plan together so it's a lot of pressure on that person so yeah I feel like uh, I don't know <laughs> have you Maybe ever I'm thought being... about what your proposal what you would want your proposal to look like um i I don't know, but I just think I would want something, like, more intimate. Like, I wouldn't want it to be, like, a crowd, you know? Yeah. Um, Just because I feel like it's, like, a very intimate moment and that Mm -hmm. you should just be – I would want it to just be, like, me and that person. Yeah. Have you? No, I agree. Like, I just want it to be, like, just us two. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe, like – I don't know. I, like, see, like, the hard thing is, like, I always think about, like, oh, do you want to, like, have it at a place where maybe, like, you have, like, a good memory from or, you know, like, a, like, an area that's significant to you or do you want to do something, like, you know, new? Like, I haven't really thought too much into it, to be honest, because, like, I don't think I really have a major preference as long as it's not in the middle of a Chick-fil-A. I mean, yeah. I love Chick-fil-A, but, like, uh, Yeah. But, you know what I mean? Like, it's just... <laughs> listen guys i'm not picky all right (laughs) chick-fil-a yeah the fact that you said in the middle of the chick-fil-a i feel like you're definitely not picky yeah but i mean i don't know it's just just like the thought like if there's thought put into it then i feel like that's all i want yeah that's a that's a nice way to put it yeah i think it's also good to just go in not really having expectations yeah like Like, you can, but, like, not being, like, this is how, like, literally planning it out in your head of, like, oh, like, this would be my dream proposal. Yeah. So, I don't know. But that was a very... You know, we'll follow up with our our proposal episode in a few years, and we'll (laughs) we'll rekindle with you guys and talk about our experience. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We're going to be the ones that are like, oh, I didn't like the way <laughs> You're like, oh, I went, um, I went to, what's like, what's something that's grandiose? Uh, uh, Paris. Yeah, yeah, Paris is nice. Or like, oh, like the top of the Eiffel Tower or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or what's like a big thing? Oh, like in a helicopter or something. Oh, yeah. Honestly, that, and, was, uh, that, would, that would scare how, me. <laughs> how would you feel about, um, at like a, like a sports game, like, you went to the Bulls game and you were on like the oh, the big no, screen. No. no, 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 no. Yeah, no, I see those and no hate to anyone who's ever done that. But that's just not me. I will say, yeah. okay, but, but I do have a little bit of preferences, but I think that's also like, see, like maybe sports games have meaning to those people. I, yeah. 
don't think there'd be enough emotional meaning behind going like getting proposed to behind a sports game for me and also it's just like way too public for my liking like I'm also kind of shy in that sense where I'm like I kind of just want to like enjoy the moment and not be like oh my god like stimulated overload and there's so many people around me and yeah it's like you're trying to watch the game and now you have to decide if you want to say yes (laughs) yeah but yeah I guess yeah so when I think about like those type of things I guess I I would not like that helicopter I probably wouldn't like (laughs) or I don't know if I wouldn't like you go skydiving and then it's like hey (laughs) I feel like I would I wouldn't not like it I think I would just be too scared (laughs) you're like shut up (laughs) I'm just trying to be alive (laughs) oh god yeah oh speaking of I just pulled up Instagram. The first story was someone getting engaged. Wow. Very cute. That's when you know we're at that age. Yeah. It's kind of scary. Yeah. I feel like I've seen so many weddings and engagements this year. It's insane. It's it's uh, it's a lot. And our time will come. Yeah. I'm not in a rush. One day. One day. No. One day and another... (laughs) 25 like, years. We'll have our episode in like 20 years. For in 20 years. Yeah, catch me in another 25 years. <laughs> Be like, mm, my dream proposal. <laughs> oh, you cracked me up. Oh, good. That was, a, that was an interesting turn of topics, but yeah, but it was good. Very relevant. About this and yeah. I feel like it was, it was a good way to to kind of point out, like, a lot of things I've just been seeing in like, day-to-day life. Yeah. But it's good. I feel like we're always on the same page about everything. I know. It's, I can't it's wait for the day until we're, like, fighting over the podcast. You want us to fight? Wait, actually, yeah, we should. I saw oh, this. Wait, no. We're going to say the same, oh, we, we the same thing. <laughs> okay, go. I was gonna say, like, we should look at, like, Reddits and play, like, devil's advocate. Like, you argue one side and I argue oh. another. Wait, that's brilliant. You're genius. I found it on TikTok. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, TikTok, <laughs> even though we shit on you a lot. We do. <laughs> we do. Sponsor us. We're playing devil's advocate for TikTok. <laughs> yeah, we're playing devil's advocate. Yeah. You you were gonna say? Yeah, what was I gonna say? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hmm. Oh yeah, guys. Well, or one audience member that listens to us, we're gonna try to plan it out and do a podcast episode after we both get our wisdom teeth out and Loopy on drugs. Yes. Yeah. I think yeah, that would be hilarious. That would be so funny, and we, like, we do it on like a... our Instagram. Yeah, like online. a fully uncut live video. I like that. Great. We have we're to do gonna it. make it happen. Yeah. I gotta get mine out soon though. So let's go. <laughs> You're like next weekend. Next episode. (laughs) Oh god. Oh god. I don't know if I'm ready for that, but yeah, we can do that. You are. uh, I am. You are. Okay. We are same, same to same. Same to same. same. (laughs) Well, I think we're getting weird again, so we'll call this uh, call an end to this week's episode, and we really appreciate you guys listening, and we'll catch you on next one. Goodbye. Bye.